ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes. Welcome to The Launch with Tim Vasquez. Marketing expert Tim Vasquez soars through the world of business marketing to get right to the bottom of what it takes to make a business boom. From small startups to colossal corporations, this is The Launch. Wow, and a pleasant good morning on this Friday morning here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You're listening to The Launch with Tim Vasquez. Start every live every Friday. I'm in a brand new studio. So a gonna, brand new studio, Brand Tim. new studio. So I'm yeah. still messing up with this. But anyway, <laughs> the launch with Tim Vasquez, heard live every Friday here on the Real News Communication Network. You would think after two years, I would get this right. You know, it's funny. I'm sitting over here and have no control over the audio. I still pointed at you when it was your turn to talk. Yeah. Even though I, I have no idea whether or not your mic is on. I was like, yep, just used to used to doing it. Yeah. So we're, by the we're, way, all, we're all getting adjusted to our new By the space. way, one of my producers, Zach, say good morning, Zach. Good morning, Zach. Now we got a show. Hey, we got a show. Yes. The oldest running gag in the world. People on YouTube can see I was the only one that clapped for myself. Yeah, so. yeah that's the other laughter that you see in here also. The the other laughter, and then if you're on YouTube live, you're catching this also. The lovely and talented Mark Hopkins. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. All right. So the reason I got Mark in this morning, and, and I'm just going to go right into this. Mark is going to give a little background about himself, but uh, cryptocurrency, obviously one of the big talks of today. Everybody's like, what is it? What's it about? What does it mean? Is it real? Is it not real? You know, what do I need a wallet for? What's what's Ethereum? What's Bitcoin? What what's all of these uh, things about uh, uh, cryptocurrency? Now, be very transparent about this. I'm a, I'm somewhat ambivalent about this. You know, people are talking about it's an investment, which I agree with. I completely agree it's an investment opportunity. But in the same vein, is it what I call a guala guala? A what? I'm Guala Guala. So I'll I'll explain the I'll explain what Nguala Guala is. Please do. All right. So this is a joke setup. So bear with me on the joke setup. All right. So a long time ago, insert your president going into this country, and in the country he's on he's on stage and he's talking to the to the the the, the people of the country, and he's like, okay, we're gonna give you guys we're reading material in books, and they're going, I'm Guala Guala, and we're gonna make this country better. I'm Guala Guala. And we're going to do X, Y, Z to, to help this country out. And by the time the president's finished, he's all impassioned because the crowd's impassioned. And they're all going, I'm guala guala, I'm guala guala, I'm guala guala. So the president, he's getting off stage and his chest is all puffed out. And just as he's stepping off the stage, the president of the country goes like, ooh, watch out, Mr. President. Don't step in the I'm guala guala. Oh, yeah. oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. no, that's so good. So inst- instead of me saying, you know, the S word, yeah. it's on Guala Guala. That's an old radio trick. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so it's on Guala Guala. So is cryptocurrency on Guala Guala? So, Mark, uh, again, good morning to you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Quite the introduction into I know, your topic, exactly. Mark. Yeah. Mark, you're on Guala Guala. There yeah, you go. Appreciate so, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Mark's an old friend of mine, yeah. and we've worked together on Dallas Startup Week and, and several other projects, and just... And honestly, just one of the really good guys, and, and he got his foothold into this uh, cryptocurrency stuff. But, but give a little background about yourself. I, what I'm really, for me, what's really the coolest thing about you and that in your background is that you used to write for Mashable. Right. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. But please give people some background. Yeah, so very briefly, I started out as a technologist. I did internet and web stuff back in the 90s when I was a teenager. Uh, I did that for a few years with IBM and Apple and uh, Nokia and a few other companies. And I got tired of working for a living, so I decided to write about technology. And uh, I started my own blog, and about a year into that, uh, Mashable picked me up. And 
uh, maybe their number six employee. Wow. And uh, so I did that for a while. And then I started another company called Silicon Angle, where we talk about enterprise tech news, a little bit more obscure, but, uh, you know, got to meet some cool people, uh, heads of IBM and HP and Oracle and other things. <laughs> other, sorry, I'm getting excited already. Yeah, so. yeah. And then, uh, and then, um, I got tired of not getting paid because journalists don't get paid a lot. Right. So we uh, we, we know this. We yeah. know this. Yeah. 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 But uh, so then uh, I kind of took all that knowledge that I had uh, picked up uh, meeting all those cool industry folks, and uh, we started an agency here in town and got involved in the local startup community, and uh, it's just been a, lot, a rocket ship ride ever what, since. What's the name of the agency? Ro- Roger Wilco. Okay. Roger Wilco Agency. And what, and what do you do there? I mean, what 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 what's the, what does the company do? Uh, we focus on content, uh, so video and uh, uh, blog production mm-hmm. is our main bed, bread and butter. But of course, you do a little bit of everything: design, social, and and increasingly, uh, we're doing a lot of consulting around cryptocurrency and blockchain. Okay, it's interesting. So, I would say you're a futurist of sorts because the the, the things that you've you, you've experienced in your past, you've kind of gotten like a head start on everything, right? And so now you saw cryptocurrency as one of the things that's that's a hot item. So what got you? What made you think like, okay, I, cryptocurrency, it's going to be a big deal. What what made that happen? So it was back in, obviously, in the days when I was a journalist. Uh, I used to hang out with a good buddy of mine. I was actually from high school. Uh, we used to go to punk rock shows together, but he somehow got hired as a VP at Bank of America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people grow up and sell out, I suppose. But uh, we he... Um, he would, we would sit around and geek out at a coffee shop late at night and, you know, just talk about tech stuff, geeky stuff. And he's like, one of those nights, he's like, hey, you hear this thing called Bitcoin and Ripple? And so we started talking about it. And I, mean, I was pretty skeptical, too. Like, I came from, I, I'm actually kind of a tech skeptic because I hear so many, mm-hmm. you know, everything's going to revolutionize the world. So you kind of start with a default position of skepticism. And so it took me a couple of weeks to come around to it. But he would pay for his half of the, you know, the coffee shop dinner and coffee with bitcoin and this is in 2011 really so, like by today's dollars those would be nine thousand dollar cups of coffee wow if you were to take the Bitcoin, sure yeah sure so um that was how i got into it was him splitting the bill with bitcoin so with with that being the, the case and and you're seeing that this uh, uh involvement it's like well, Bitcoin. What's that? And 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 it, and it all sort of became this this item of of sorts. Thinking, well, I could pay for coffee with this. Right. Really cool. It's it's it was. I mean, back then you didn't really have the the Venmos of the world, like those little easy ways to split the tab. So this was like kind of a precursor to that technology. Okay. It made it really simple, and it, and it also did it in a way that there was no middleman. Right. There was right. nobody taking a percentage fee that's saying, okay. Five percent of everything you use on my network, it's going to me, one dude, you know, or one company. Well, it, it, which makes me think, how did that coffee shop? It, it, so, to me, cryptocurrency is ethereal. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in in whatever fashion you want to call it, it's still ethereal to me. It's not, so, how could they go to their vendors? That, well, so so what he was doing, he was paying me. Like I'd pay for the bill, right? And he go, okay, so it's like six dollars, right? Six dollars uh, that yeah. I owe you. Here, six dollars in Bitcoin. But to me, that'd be just like I'm here. Here, I, I here. I got. I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this to you. This is worth six bucks, Mark. Sure. Take it and pay for my well, coffee. Is there? A, I mean, is there a market that agrees with you? Because at the time, there was a market that agreed with him that 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 half of a Bitcoin was worth six dollars. And I think that that is a salient point. Yeah. Does the market support that? Right. And and I think that the, a lot of the naysayers that is their that is their 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 bugaboo. It's like, does the market support that? It's it doesn't make any sense to throw something out there that doesn't make it's that's air, mm-hmm, right? 
So I, I got about a minute before the break. Uh, there's some questions coming in. If you have a question for Mark and anything about cryptocurrency this morning, if you're on Facebook Live, please, uh, Steve Spencer's always, we're going to go into your questions, Steve, uh, coming out of the break. And uh, but if you have any questions, just shoot me a message on Facebook Live, and I'll be more than happy to pass it over to Mark, and we'll talk about it on the air live. You're listening to The Launch with Tim Vasquez. Heard every Friday here on the Real News Communications Network. My guest this morning with Roger Wilco Agency, Mark Hopkins, former writer for Mashable, former writer, former tech guru, former futurist. Now he's a currentist. So. <laughs> Hands and feet inside the podcast. More of The Launch coming up next. Hi, I'm Jim Whitten, founder of The Old School. Are you an employer, team leader, or business owner? What if your team could be described with these characteristics? I am authentic and consistent in my actions. I am responsible, accountable, and reliable. I am wise beyond my years. I am determined, and I make no excuses. Would that be of value to you? At The Old School, our mission is about pouring timeless wisdom and instruction into this current generation, and also motivating and empowering mentors everywhere to get involved. We do this by offering classes every week at our two Metroplex campuses. We promise three things. We'll give you some brand new strategies, you can use them immediately, and we'll have lots of fun doing it. Call us at 469-601-1282 or go to our website. It's theoldschool.cool because there's no school like the old school. You're listening to The Launch with Tim Vasquez on RNCN. Yes, and good morning, everybody. You're listening to Launch with Tim Vasquez. I started Friday here on the Real News Communications Network. Uh, my guest this morning, Mark Hopkins with the Roger Wilco Agency here in Dallas. Robert, thank you so much. Uh, if you have any questions for Mark about cryptocurrency, we're going to take it all. I mean, we're just going to go into it and take it all. It, it, Mark's heard it all. The, the, you know, the, the bad things, good things, why you need it, why you, well, why you need it. I was going to say why you don't need it, but, but that doesn't make sense because he's a believer in this. And so... What are the, some of the, the negatives that you've heard? Well, okay, let me start with my negative. Yeah. Let me start with my negative about mm -hmm. cryptocurrency. And I was talking to my brother this morning about that. We always have a conversation about the show, what we're going to talk about. Right. And, and I'm thinking, God, I got a big hand. I'm looking at my camera. It's like, ooh, big hand. <laughs> anyway, talking, bringing it out. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So to me, it's ethereal. Mm -hmm. it, it, there, there's, because it doesn't hold uh, a, a physical value and it does but I'll, I'll explain this it's like i could come up to you and and you can have a mark currency mm -hmm. i could just start a currency right because isn't there like fourteen thousand currencies out there right now or some astronomical number several thousand yeah so it's so it, it seems to me that anybody could come up with something so let's say mark currency mm -hmm. and i'm by god it's going to be the most important thing since sliced bread sure and i got mark currency and it means something and i'm putting a value on it and you can purchase yep. Roger Wilco Agency uh, materials with Mark Currency. Yep. Now, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Okay. So, but if there, if if, if I make up a, a, a perceived thing, because it's it's just air. Mm -hmm. I can Tim Currency, Mark Currency, Zach right. Currency, uh, Susie Currency, Mark Nice Currency. I, I could just come up with anything I want. Then and, and now yeah, and that's a feature, not a bug. Oh, okay. So now, but but. 
But what does it get you, though, really? So what does it get you when you IPO a company? And, and you have, I mean, how many companies are, are publicly traded on the, on the stock exchanges? Thousands, hundreds of thousands. Right, but, but that's based, in, a, that's based in, in, if people want to call it, a reality. Yeah, yeah. but what about the penny stocks? Agreed. Yeah, I mean, anybody can put on, on an OTC exchange a worthless stock ticker, and it can get traded, and it'll probably have some value greater than zero, which is exactly what you can do with any kind of token uh, on an Ethereum network or a standalone blockchain network. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I'm going to actually break off from my other, my follow-up. Steve, I'm, again, thanks for rewriting this. Okay, so Steve Spencer asks, Bitcoin has recently broken major pricing supports. And Mark Nees, I'll get to your results, though. Uh, Bitcoin has recently broken major pricing supports at 9K, 7K, and flirted a bit with 5K. What are the current major supports, and where do you see BTC value headed? Um, so this is a complex question. So uh, I'm not a technical analyst, uh, although I do have technical analysts that work with me at Roger Wilco. Uh, so I'm not the best person to ask specific like price point questions. I come at it from a technology perspective. That having been said... Um, from a broad technological perspective, I think you, know, you could you could make a strong case that any Bitcoin price under a hundred thousand dollars is a great purchase. Um, and and we were talking about this. Yeah, I saw your eyes get big when I said that. Like that. Yeah, what? A hundred thousand? Yeah. So uh, so we I I can't get into too much detail, but we had a client come in that wanted to buy an astronomical amount of Bitcoin. And by astronomical, I'm only talking about nine digits worth of Bitcoin. Right, and we did some pricing analysis, and if we were to do an at you know market taker purchase of that amount of Bitcoin, it would move the price immediately up to eighteen thousand dollars a coin, which tells you how high the mountain is. Right? Okay, right. But so imagine if your Target or your Amazon or your Dollar General, and you immediately turn on Bitcoin at all your locations, you start transacting natively in Bitcoin. What would that do for the price of Bitcoin? But 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 you're saying you said what if? Yeah, so I'm saying what if, and this is the track that we're on. People are adopting Bitcoin. It's becoming increasingly more used for commerce in legitimate business transactions. And all it's going to take is for one national chain to come in and start using cryptocurrency and it's going to shoot through the roof. But we're, but we're seeing stories out there with, with governments and, and, and other entities like banks, like Chase. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're, we're not supporting this. We're not supporting this. That's not, not what they're saying. Well, they're, they're saying that, uh, so if you're talking about banks in America, they're right. saying we are supporting this, but we're not going to let you buy it with credit cards. Right. Okay, right. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah. So, But so, that's that's smart, in my opinion. Okay, because why? Well, because you can cancel a transaction on a credit card any day, like from 90 days out sixty uh, to six months out sometimes. Right, a chargeback. And I, I won't sell you Bitcoin with with a with a credit card because I've actually tried to sell it to my friends and then they get cold feet like a week after. Right. I've had uh, accounts closed out just because a buddy of mine got cold feet and I you know have lost tens of thousands of dollars as a result. Um, it's it's not a smart way to transact for something because Bitcoin is intractable. It's like me giving you cash. I can't claw it back. Right. But I can't. You can with the credit card. So it's not an equitable transaction. Right. Okay. So I, okay. Let me okay. Mark Nice asked a question. Please explain the difference between BTC and other crypto like BitQ or BITQY. Bitqui? Bitkey. Okay, Bitkey. Okay, another crypto like Bitkey that's actually based on a proven business model that includes mining. And explain mining in a bit, but 
Uh, want me to re-ask the question? Uh, no, 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 I got it. I, I, and so BitKey is actually a local Dallas uh, cryptocurrency startup. Okay. Um, they do a lot of things. Uh, they are uh, one of the actually innovators in the space in terms of uh, interesting applications for a token outside of a currency. So um, people call it cryptocurrency, but that's a very limiting term. You can use a, a token, a blockchain-based token for a variety of things. And what they've chosen to use it for is as a rewards token, just like when you go to like Tom Thumb or Barnes okay. & Noble or something like that. Right. And you engage in commercial activity there, they give you a rewards point. Well, BitKey does the same thing with their, or BitQuick does the same thing with BitKey, which is their rewards point. And then they also have issued some new tokens uh, uh, that allow you to participate in some mining activities and stuff like that. So they're, they're, a, they're an interesting and innovative company uh, here in town. I, that fair disclosure, uh, they engaged me as a consultant, so mm -hmm. I kind of helped guide some of their technology decisions. Okay, so that's really interesting to me. That, and that makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that yeah. because I'm earning points, which is, again, ethereal. Because mm -hmm. you know, right. I like going to Barnes & Noble and building up points, and then here you get a free... 99 cent book for your 10,000 points. It's right. Like, we, yeah. yay me. <laughs> well, but what they, what, which is interesting about this, what, what makes interest even more interesting to earn some reward points and have it be on the blockchain is it can have a market value. So if you want to use it as a cryptocurrency, sure, you're open to do that, mm -hmm. but its primary usage is as, you know, the reward point system and being, you know, rewards for being an affiliate and marketer mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So now I'm seeing some value here mm -hmm. in, 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 in Bitcoin's regard. I get that. Um, Steve asking, Gwen, is uh, BTC and the like better viewed as a collectible rather than a currency or commodity? These are some hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Somebody doesn't know a lot. These, these, are some, these are some deep ones. I, and, I dig them. And, and Lee, I'm going to get to your question also. Well, we're coming up on a break. But again, Steve's question is, is BTC and the like better viewed as a collectible rather than a currency or commodity? Okay. So um, I'll preface this question with another legal disclaimer because I don't want to go to jail for any of this stuff. No, I, I want you to. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> so it's a, I, I'm not a, I'm not a financial advisor. So anything I say shouldn't be taken as financial advice. I'm just a technologist who really loves this stuff. My opinion on this question is that you should actually look at it. You look at Bitcoin specifically and Ethereum and currencies in that genre of token as a currency, I live crypto first. 90% of my assets, if you don't count my home, are in cryptocurrency. And so I take my paycheck and I convert it to Bitcoin. And then when I go to the market and buy my groceries and I pay my electric bill, I'm spending Bitcoin to pay for it. Um, there's a bunch of reasons why you'd want to do that, that I guess we're coming on a break, so I have to Save those for later. And Mark knows how this all works. Yeah, yeah well, well done, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's been around the fantastic. block. For, yeah, he's been around the block. Uh, Shash, I'm going to ask you a question. Lee, I'm going to ask you a question. Follow up with that, Steve's question, when we come out of the break. You're listening to lunch with Tim Vasquez. i got Mark Hopkins with the Roger Wilco Agency. We're talking cryptocurrency this morning. Any questions you've got, shoot, if you're on Facebook Live, catch me right now. Uh, just shoot me a message on Facebook Live coming out of the break. We will talk more about cryptocurrency. You're listening to Launch again every Friday here on the Real News Communications Network. Catch you guys right after this. Thank you so much for the great questions. Fasten your seatbelts. More of the launch coming up. My name is Jerry Acuff. I'm the CEO of Delta Point in Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been called the Dale Carnegie of the 21st century, and my expertise is really in how do you build a valuable business relationship, leadership, especially leadership in turbulent times, and lastly, how do you achieve selling greatness? I'm the author of four best-selling business books, including The Relationship Edge in Business and Stop Acting Like a Seller and Start Thinking Like a Buyer. 
One is relationship building. How do you build relationships? How do you maintain relationships? And how do you leverage relationships? We're going to get 70% of our jobs in our lifetime based on our network. And if we don't intentionally build our network, then we're not going to be successful. This book teaches you how do you do that when it's not easy. Stop Acting Like a Seller is a book about how do you think like a customer and by thinking like a customer, have significantly greater success than if you think like a seller. If you'd like to know more, just go to jerryacuff.com and you can certainly buy the books on amazon.com. You may now resume Moving About the Cabin. This is The Launch with Tim Vasquez on RNCN. Great show this morning talking about cryptocurrency with Mark Hopkins of the Roger Wilco Agency here in the Dallas area. Again, his agency is leaning a little bit uh, toward this cryptocurrency. He's, I would consider, an expert. I don't think that's too far to the, the, the realm of that. You're too humble for that. I'm going to give you the, 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 the accolades okay. of being an expert, whether you like it or not. And you're my friend, and I won't take that as a compliment, though. So, <laughs> gee whiz. Uh, all right. So, uh, did, did, did you answer Steve's question? Early? Well, think, so yeah. the, 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 the two reasons why regarding it as a currency and using it as a native currency is smart is, number one, if you take your paycheck in cryptocurrency, uh, or if you convert your paycheck to cryptocurrency, you're eff- effectively forcing yourself into a dollar cost averaging behavior, mm-hmm. which in your tra- anytime you're talking about a volatile market um, and you're not a day trader or some type of uh, technical analysis trader, then it's smart to dollar cost average because A, you have to sleep and you, these are 24 hour markets. Right. And B, you want to dollar cost averaging most of the time will give you the best upside. And, and we don't have the time to really kind of go into the technicals of dollar cost averaging. There's a video about it, several videos about it all over the internet or find your favorite financial analyst and they'll tell you. Right. And you know, go to Merrill Lynch or something. Right. But, but again, if you go to those guys, are they as well versed? Say you have a financial analyst, but are they as well versed in cryptocurrency? No, no, but they'll, they'll tell you about dollar cost averaging, but okay. you know, because it applies to the Dow Jones or S and P or any volatile market, um, not just cryptocurrency. Okay. Cause again, I, I just, you know, we, we, you got to be careful out there. Uh, mm-hmm. We, we, Mark was, we were telling stories earlier, people mortgage, I mean, just literally spend everything they've got to invest in cryptocurrency or, or something of the like. And all of a sudden they lose everything. Mm-hmm. They've lost everything. And, and my gosh, it's frightening that, that people are, it, it's cool that you want to be an investment guy, but Gee whiz, watch are you putting your investments in Think, well, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. It's right. going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Guess what? You're just SOL. You just lost everything. Right. You know, we, we well, that's that's like that's YOLO style investing. Like, you know, and it's it if, if, if you look at dollar cost averaging, you look at, you know, just that uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take a bet on something. You know, you can take that same thousand dollars and spread it out over 12 months and you'll come out way further ahead than if you take a thousand dollars in January. Yeah. And you just do it all at once because you don't know what the market's going to do. Right. Like. Bet on the Cowboys making the Super Bowl in 2018. <laughs> Let's bet on that. Is that a wise bet, Tim? Or no, it's not. Versus <laughs> betting on the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl sometime in the next two decades. Wow. Okay, I'm going to make that bet. Right. I, 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 I'm pretty covered on that that's, one. So. That's the difference between exactly. dollar cost averaging and doing a YOLO bet You know, in one year. All right, another question. Uh, so to your point just now about if a major company comes on board, BTC will rise significantly. Overstock accepts Bitcoin, and they're a huge online retailer. To your point, how are or aren't they impacting BTC then? Would appreciate your further thoughts. This is from Lee Dellinger, a good friend of mine. Uh, Disclosure, I've been speculating in BTC and other altcoins for four years now and have enjoyed the ride. Go crypto. 
And and uh, Lee's follow up to that is I believe Cuban originated the collectible versus commodity POV. Yep, that's true. All right. So uh, to Mark's to Lee's question. To Lee's question, the, uh, they have impacted the market, and they were a big early booster. At this point, their involvement is kind of factored into the price, um, but also the size of Overstock versus the size of Amazon or, or you know orders of magnitude, several orders of magnitude different. Um, I mean, you know, uh, Bezos is like the richest guy in the world, right? Right. You know, just off of his stock in right. you know, Amazon. So, uh, yes, the answer is yes to everything. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it did affect the market, uh, but Amazon Target, Dollar General would affect it in a much bigger sense. And in, in the fact that in, I'm a little surprised that Overstock's taking it. Well, but they they were early booster. He's he's a very big libertarian type of guy. And okay. this is this you know Bitcoin is libertarian money. You know, okay, it's, sure, it's in, a, in a sense, sure. Okay, uh, Andy Draper asked a question. How would you simply explain cryptocurrency blockchain technology to someone who's never heard of it? Um, so I have a, a a one sentence technical explanation. And so blockchain technology is a internet protocol that is meant to mitigate the requirement for trust between counterparties. That's kind of big sounding words. <laughs> But here's what it means. If I sell you a $5 sandwich, we can do that without any middleman, right? Because right. At, the, at, the, at the end of the day, if I've screwed you on the sandwich or you've given me a counterfeit dollar, $5 bill, I mean, it's no big deal, right? Right. But if I send you a, sell you a $500,000 house, you're going to get all kinds of people involved, like mortgage brokers, real estate agents, appraisers, uh, you know, maybe a foundation inspection, like all these things because it's non-trivial amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Blockchain is a protocol meant to uh, to mitigate the requirement for many of those middlemen uh, and the more advanced you use more advanced of a blockchain technology you use the less middlemen you need because you can with bitcoin alone you don't have to have uh banks involved because i can see that you have the five hundred thousand dollars that you say you're going to have just by looking at your public address even before you send it to me so i don't have to trust wow. that it exists you don't you know i mean i don't have to log into your wells fargo account i just look at the public address you give it to me i see it and then when I send it to you, there's no way for me to claw it back. Okay. So, uh, and then you start talking about Ethereum and Turing complete blockchains. You can actually have smart contracts involved with all the different inspection and repair and all the other stuff that everything is kind of held up in a digital escrow. Okay. Until all the satisfactions of the, of the contract are met. I've got a couple of minutes and, and so I'm going to be, no, I don't want to say rushed on time, but I am got a couple of minutes sure. left though. So I do want to talk about what, you, you're talking all these things and I'm thinking, what's a wallet? Oh, so, what's a wallet? Yeah, yeah, I mean, so it's not like what we would think is a traditional wallet. If you're if you get you're out there and you think, well, I can just put it in my pocket or in mm-hmm. my purse. It's not. It's not the same thing. So uh, Mark's gonna on YouTube Live. He's gonna he's got an example of this. I'm gonna take it and show you on Facebook Live what a wallet looks like and what you guys are doing with wallets. Well, so uh, any a wallet is doesn't have to be a piece of hardware. Our company makes a hardware wallet here called uh, the Wilco Wallet. Um, okay. But you can install it on your on your phone. Uh, I've got one here. Uh, that okay. just has a bunch of my different crypto in it, and uh, but we, it's it's essentially just a piece of software like a like a piece of, like PayPal or like your your Wells Fargo uh, software that allows you access to view your account balance. Right. That, I mean, this looks like a tablet. It's not a wallet. I mean, it's it, it's a tablet, okay. but the, the software on it is called a wallet, and there's also okay. software that, that that allows you to access the exchanges and stuff. So in the same sense that your Wells Fargo app is a wallet. You know, okay. This is this software on here is a wallet. Okay. So why why do we create a separate device here is is because uh, as you may have seen in my balance, I carry non-trivial amounts of cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. uh, and 
if I have a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand dollars worth of cryptocurrency, which some of my clients do, and they leave it in an Uber, Ooh. that becomes a problem. Ooh, not for me. Well, not for the person that's riding in the Uber next after them, but for them, it's a problem. And so this is a system that we've developed that allows you to uh, have several layers of security. Even if you lose the device, you can remotely brick it. Okay. You, can, you can lock it up. You can restore it. So you don't actually lose your balance. You can actually restore it to a new device within minutes. Uh, it, there's a, and th these are all features that are built into the blockchain. We didn't invent them. Right. We're just making them easier to use for newbies. How do, okay, so since I, I, my time's running out, how can people get a wallet from you? How can they get in contact with you about cryptocurrency and, you know, details? Uh, so rogerwilco.agency forward slash Wilco wallet. That's where you can uh, order those. Um, and uh, then we Roger Wilco Agency online, and just search that. You'll find us. Uh, I'm Mark Risen Hopkins. Yeah, Mark Hopkins, yeah. Don't, don't ask for Roger because they don't know. No, no, no. I'm not Roger. That's just my <laughs> this is a company name. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Thank you. This has been a great show. Uh, Gary Leland and, and Tony Sicala will yeah. be on my show later on. They're the Crypto Cousins. And they've got an amazing podcast, and, and they'll be coming on the show next month. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, cryptocurrency. And, uh, again, it's such a hot trend, and I want to make sure that people are given the right direction. And yeah. that's the reason I have people like Mark and Gary and Tony down. That's going to give you the right direction. It's going to tell you the right things. So then that way you don't make these terrible investments and throwing your whole life away and then realizing, oh, my God, I just bet on the Cowboys making the Super Bowl in 2018. Ain't going to happen, <laughs> folks. So, again, thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to Launch. Mark, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We'll have you on again probably the next 20 years. Perfect. I'm making that bet. Yeah. So, that investment. <laughs> so, all right. Playing the long game. We are playing the long game. Again, thank you guys so much. Talk to you all next week on The Launch with Tim Vasquez. Every Friday on the Real News Communications Network. See you, bye. Destination for premium talk radio.